Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. On Friday, Taylor Swift is releasing her seventh studio album, and this week on the site, you can read Kate Nibbs on Taylor Swift's Fall from Grace, and later in the week, Lindsay Zolad's thoughts on the new album. Plus, this week's Ringer Dish features a Taylor Swift syllabus covering everything you need to know before you tune in. You can read those pieces on TheRinger.com, and you can listen and subscribe to Ringer Dish on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. to another episode of Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are going to talk about last Friday's breaking news. There was so much of it. There really was. Um, fish in a tube. Fish in a tube! Fish in a tube! <laughs> and then we're going to talk about to all the boys I've loved before one year later. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, no matter how much we're talking about Noah Centineo and his Instagram presence. This is directed only to you. You (laughs) have to change topics. Okay. For now, let's spill the tea. Okay. First category, I'm going to start, this is Tea Time Checks In with, with some like really not that exciting news, but it's basically just a filler before Kate takes over about all (laughs) the things she wants to talk about. First thing we're checking in with is the Teen Choice Awards. You know, everybody's the most talked about event of the year, (laughs) really. Is that the one with the surfboards? It is. Yes. Yes. So not a lot happened. I was looking through who won this stuff. It's absolute just chaos, which I kind of appreciated. (laughs) Like there were so many bad decisions made in the winners of these awards. So Avengers Endgame won like a bajillion awards. (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. won. Scarlett Johansson won. Wow. That's how you know the Teen Choice Awards are like, come (laughs) on. Yes. Uh, And then Josh Brolin won. It's just for Avengers Endgame. And then another questionable decision. Wait, are we sure teens are voting in this? I don't know. know. It appears yes, because of the amount of times Billie Eilish and like (laughs) Camille Cabello won. Okay, all right. Um, Laura Morano and Noah Centineo won for The Perfect Date, which I don't know if you two saw it. Oh, no. Horrible movie. I tried. I tried to watch. Yeah, you told me all about it. I muscled through it, but that was fucking horrible. God bless you. Like, (laughs) the summer song, according to teens, I feel like we should bring Zoe Simmons on, is Senorita by Shawn Mendes. And we could have seen that coming. That really has been. We could have seen it coming. Disrespectful to Old Town Road, but yeah. you guys, this was good. I think, you know, my fingers are really on the pulse these yes, days. Maybe yes. because of For Realsies. But the choice comedy TV show was The Big Bang Theory. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my Teens God. do not watch The Big Bang Theory. A beloved yeah, seriously, show. Seriously, oh seriously, It's though. a beloved show. Anyway, a lot of uh, the Jonas Brothers won. You know, <laughs> oh they God. were awarded the Decade Award. And then Taylor Swift took home an Icon Award. Was so, she there? Great. Yes. Remember oh, wow. we saw her? She was in oh, the right, right, right. tussle. Oh, and you said she looked really bad. She looked <laughs> like 40 years old. Anyway, not important. All right. Kate, take it over. Oh, this is a huge week for me, you guys. <laughs> First of all, the Little Women trailer came out this week. Congrats to Liz Kelly, <laughs> ultimate little woman. Um, I'm not ready for this whole thing to start. The main thing, first of all, it was fabulous. It was even better than I thought it was going to be. I wrote about it on TheRinger.com if you want to check it out. However, (laughs) the main thing is that it's Timmy season. Timmy is back. Hell yeah. In our lives. Yeah. His hair was tousled. His cheekbones were sharp. He looks phenomenal. He was monologuing about being in love in the middle of a field. (laughs) Like, I don't know what more you want. He had like seven costume changes, varying vests, billowy shirts. How long is this movie going to be? 
How long? Yeah. Why is that your first Hopefully, question? I, just, I don't know. Hopefully just, four hours. Okay. I don't know. Not long enough. There it just long, looks like one of those long it period does. pieces. It does. Okay, first of all, I'm offended by it your does. tone. <laughs> it truly cannot be long enough. Okay. Um, but you're all going to see this movie and you're going to love it. I didn't I like the backlash of Emma Watson's accent because I'm really it's pro Emma Watson. I bad. like her too. She was universally like just destroyed for her take on what people thought was an American accent. Yeah, because it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Um, quite bad. But yeah, I, I was thrilled by everyone in the trailer except Emma Watson but we can come back to that Mm -hmm. later on in the year when it comes out also huge week for me last week was it last week a couple weeks ago on the pod yeah I believe I did my first worst take of the week (laughs) and my only worst take of the week of all time I told Harry Styles not to play it Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid uh-huh. remake yeah. gave a lot of reasons why I thought that this was not the right move for him. Well, apparently Harry Styles is a devoted Tea Time listener because he passed on the role <laughs> this week. Wow. Um, big news. It was after it was tweeted out by AMC that yeah. he accepted the role. Yeah. A lot of people were like, Harry Styles, Prince Eric, gonna be great. I, too, was going to blog about it and yep. then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no. They deleted the tweets yeah. and it was like, Harry Styles passed. I didn't Ooh. like the confidence that you took from this and the confidence you felt after he passed <laughs> and the brass that went you don't on. like it? No, one guy on Twitter, the, um, someone named Mike Kraft tweeted, was like, Liz is going to roast you for this in her next monthly tweet, which I will when next that's coming up every level. in a couple weeks. That's funny. Yes, it was a bad take, but I still think this was maybe a mistake because what is he going to do in the meantime? Actually, What's he he's coming out with his next album. He's uh, shooting his music video in Scotland. Oh, right, right with now. that lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was in Mexico now. Oh, okay. He's in Scotland shooting on another coast in another great outfit. Congrats. Listen, wow. Way too basic of a role for Harry Styles. They need to just cast some like Riverdale I was going to say, yeah. who do you guys want as Prince Eric? Um, I saw a tweet today talking about Charles Melton. Hell okay. yes. yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm, yeah. I'm down yeah. for that. Somebody like him. Somebody with like that vibe. Yeah. All right, last um, one. Yes, last one Christmas movie season is upon us oh, it's God. August 15th <laughs> I hope you're ready I mean, yay. this week the last Christmas trailer came out it's Amelia Clark and Henry Golding um, I don't know how you feel about Amelia Clark but you know Pro. she's charming she's cute yeah. Yeah. Henry Golding you know big heartthrob post yeah. Crazy Rich Asians this trailer has a lot of people with a lot of theories. So it's a three-minute trailer. It shows you almost the entire movie, <laughs> except for what appears to be a major twist coming because basically Amelia Clark, like this is like down on her luck, like works at a Christmas store. Basically, there's this backstory where, you know, she had some incident where she was in the hospital, blah, blah, blah. She meets this guy who's like, you know, enjoy Christmas, the Christmas season. Mm. So the theory is first they were like, okay, obviously he's some sort of Christmas angel. He's not sure. real. Mm-hmm. There are all these theories, but the movie is called Last Christmas. The song that's playing in the back of the trailer is Last Christmas, <laughs> Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart. Wham. <laughs> so the theory is that he literally is, like, he he's the person who gave her his heart. And oh, heart he quite transplant. literally, Last Christmas, quite gave him his gave heart. Her okay. this his is, heart. Oh my God. And that he's a ghost I visiting her to, like, reinvigorate her and, like, give her the Christmas spirit. Hell yeah. Which should, honestly, I'm like, <laughs> I really hope that's the twist because that is ridiculous. Uh, I'd rather see Amelia Clark in this than Vanessa Hudgens in this. I yes, think of all the actors to sure. Christmas movie queen Vanessa Hudgens. We'll yes. see what she comes back with. This is like really getting into her territory. <laughs> yes. Oh we'll check in later. Okay. Uh, next category is extremely important to all of us. <laughs> so important. This is Tea Time um, Talks About Stuff That Immediately Happened After We Recorded. Each <laughs> week, we publish this 
godforsaken podcast <laughs> and then a thousand things come Truly. in and all we want to do is talk about it. A lot of other things are like scattered through other categories. Yeah. These are just the big ones that happened on Friday. Yeah. And we right. have never had a week where we've been texting each other about things being like, I cannot wait to talk yeah. about this. Why do we have to wait a whole right. week? It was like 11 p.m. on a Friday and Kai was slacking in the slack being like, hey, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, no. <laughs> okay. First one's extremely important to me. This is about Emily Ratajkowski's armpit hair. <laughs> I just love how it's on the sheet like Ratajkowski I cannot spell her last name for the life of me. That's how she's only referred to yeah. in really this group though, of people. Really. Okay, she was on the September issue of Harper's Bazaar. She's in this black lacy bra and she's got like a full <gasps> swath of armpit hair. Okay. Sure. So I read this really good article on Slate written by Heather Schwedel and she said Emily Ratajkowski has armpit hair. Why is that so annoying? And she kind of <laughs> examined why everyone was mad at it including all of us. All right. of us were just yeah. like I really am like are you fucking kidding me? Right. And there's one quote that I just really feel like sums it up and is said better than I could say it. She says Ratajkowski often places herself on the right side of progressive issues. It's just a shame she insists on being right in the most half-baked self-congratulatory way possible. Yes. Who could forget that that she rides around in pasta for feminism. Yes. And I'm still not over the time she posted an unflattering picture of her friend in which she looked hot and then said it was body shaming if anyone criticized her. <laughs> the picture she's talking about is Emily Ratajkowski lying in a thong bathing suit of course. next to her friend who does not have a similar body type. Right. And she posted it and then like was bashing everybody talking about her friend. But like, it was very clearly she had like the quote unquote like right. more whatever like desirable bottle yeah, body. Yeah. Anyway, the most important thing we want to talk about in terms of this issue is that Emily Ratajkowski has, we believe, skinned <laughs> her husband's <laughs> hair. This is Amelia's take. Pubes. We're going to talk about his it. Pubes. <laughs> And then glued it. Well, no, she dyed it first Wait, because he's a redhead. I can't believe you're sharing this part of our debate. Holy shit. I we, thought we were just going to debate how this happened. We think the armpit hair is fake and Amelia has like a really insane conspiracy theory. It's been we're, a long two weeks for me. Okay? Regardless, we think she glued armpit hair because she has very clearly been lasered every oh, inch of her body. Inch. That woman is hair List. Yes, right. and you can, and that is like almost pretty much proven. If you look at her Instagram, yeah, right. it's not just photoshopped in her like more glamorous shoots. Yeah. It's like every iPhone picture. It's just which makes yes. sense for someone who has their clothes off all the time. Yeah, like, sure, it's just sure. Common sense. Yeah, and also women can just tell because we know what a shaven armpit looks like right. and what a lasered armpit. It's totally. just common sense. Yeah. Right. So, so anyway. she has so much armpit hair in this picture, yes. which yeah. again we totally support. Like right. women can have armpit sure. hair, but. Emily Ratajkowski's is not real. Right. And we want to know what happened behind the scenes of that photo shoot to yeah. which someone was gluing on the most realistic looking right. possible armpit hair on her and she was thought that this was a good idea. Yeah. And also, having armpit hair as a woman, that's not a personality trait, okay? <laughs> right. But and people she, think it, it was, is. It truly was the most like self-congratulatory. Yes. Like, but that's everything about I her. Know. It's always right. like that. Yeah. And Ugh. the essay attached, she was like speaking to Ugh. her feminist principles and it was like, sometimes it can be sexy not to shave, which it's true, but it's just like, Emily Ratajkowski, I don't want to hear that from yeah. you. It's like, bring Lena Dunham's Lenny letter back for <laughs> Emily Ratajkowski <laughs> to she really say thrives. stuff. She, she thrives yeah. the environment. She okay. really does. Look it up, you guys. Okay, right. next one. Go ahead. <sighs> Okay, so Army Hammer took to Twitter. He is notorious for just, like, popping off. And mm -hmm. he was like, oh, he, I don't remember exactly the tweet, but it was like, he called out the Marvel CEO. Yes. Who is, like, a heavy Republican right. donor. Right, it was in the midst of all the Equinox stuff and, like, right. people, like, tracking, Soul like, cycle. who had donated money to Trump. And basically, he was calling out Marvel and the Marvel CEO for, he was like, look at, you right. know, all of his donations. Which yeah, is, like, that. like, yeah, that's, that's good. fair. Good yeah. for you, Army. And then someone... 
I guess, found his mother's Instagram and she is very pro-Trump. And they were like, are you going to call it your mom army? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's so, he must have some sort of grudge against Marvel. Like people were like, did they pass <gasps> yes. on you for like Captain America? For sure. Like, totally. Why are you, you know, stirring, he was like the top five up? candidate for like several of those roles. Yes. Right, yes. which is so interesting because like we've talked about investigating the Hammer family dynamic multiple Ooh, times boy. and like have considered it and I'm sure we'll get there eventually. But they definitely have some sort of like old money, like totally. Republican ties on yes. various sides of the family. Yes. So the fact that his mom is like very clearly like openly conservative is not right. surprising at all. Yeah. What's surprising is that he would like go after this and leave himself open to that kind of criticism. Right. I mean, his wife, Elizabeth Chambers, is like the epitome of the thing we'll talk about a little later, oh. which is Christian Girl Adam. Yes. She is the she epitome is. She really of is. that woman. She really That's is. so true. Okay, so she was wilding out on social media. She you really wrote. was. Yeah. And she like, she just she's very, she's very blonde. Yeah, she's yeah. like the very light lipstick, the frosty, the frosty lips. lips. Mm. Yeah. She were, she's like everyone's rich aunt in Miami right. or something. Mm-hmm. And like she's like taking random photos of children that yeah. she has no association with. Yeah. I'm just like, what are you? Okay. You really need to see it for yourself. <laughs> you really do. So go to at Drew Hammer, and then also Gwyneth Paltrow, Goop, a favorite of Tea Time. She when she is not plowing people over on the hills of Aspen. She is going Never to forget. sex parties. Like supposedly. Oh yeah, sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly going to sex parties that are very exclusive. Yes. Yeah, this also came up right after we recorded last week. And it was like, literally like, Army Hammer, Emily Ratajkowski, Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. sex parties. Yeah. And we were like, I, we can't even begin to focus on any yeah, of these. Yeah, and it was also, that was like so buried in an article. I was just reading about something completely different. Right. And then like 17 paragraphs down, it was like, this organization like known to be fan of like, like Gwyneth Paltrow, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, like say PS. what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but roll that back. Seriously. So anyway, that's that's really um yeah. that's really Please great. Don't I that yourself. <laughs> um, next thing that happened that again took us all, we were like captivated by this. And I we literally no talked about it for like a good day. Is Kylie Jenner, as y'all know, I'm sure, is like out gallivanting in Europe celebrating her 22nd birthday. The most bizarre thing happened on Friday where she was photographed and I'm sure like hundreds of thousands of dollars of diamond jewelry, like Fendi dress. And she had on her like her glasses, like reading glasses, reading glasses. And I think we are all perplexed because a these glasses are the type that you get when you like go to your first eye doctor appointment, and right. they're like you need to have your these immediately. Shit. Right. Yeah. This is your option, and you have to like go to school that day this and whatever is, they yeah, hand it's you. Middle school glasses, really. Like, yeah, I look like I'm smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kate, you said like you had them. Yeah, like way my back when. Great, they're like the rectangular yes. black, like yes. thin framed. Yeah, like the yeah. Ray Bans, where like the lenses are kind of like popping out. A little bit because yeah. they're too thick for the frames. Yeah. Like lens crafters and she's first just, appointment. And this is not the first time she's been photographed in them. They're yes. like her real glasses. <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of perplexing that she's on a like $150 million yacht or whatever right. and just and she's like has on her $130 right. and Prada and like, which is like and like I wear glasses a bunch of people wear like the Warby Parkers like Oprah has like the fashion glasses yeah. like yeah. Lupita Nyong'o has been like you know gets out her glasses every time she has to read a teleprompter sure. in the yeah. award show. <laughs> yeah. But like it's important to note that these are not the same kind of glasses. Yes. Like, Kylie's are so clearly like the ones you put on at night right before you go to bed. Yes. That you don't want anyone to and see. And can't yes. she pop in contacts if she's in, in like all, it just feels weird that she's in all this crazy shit. We were right. talking about she's got so many, so much makeup on her yes. face, the fake yeah. eyelashes. We know that's all going to create yeah. some crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> her fake eyelashes. Yeah. It's bizarre. Weird. Really bizarre. All right. Last one. 
All right. Wait, um, do you want to talk about how <laughs> Travis Scott is shorter like, than he says he is? Liz really did quick. A, Liz, an investigation. This, yeah. Liz is really If you're going to bring up this. Emily Ratajkowski's husband's pubes, we got to bring this up. We got to talk about Travis Scott. This is just a PSA. It'll take 10 <laughs> seconds. Is Travis Scott is 5'7", max, <laughs> and not 5'10", as he's listed. And you can find out, for a fact, any of that info when you look at him and Kylie stepping out yes. side by side in flat sandals. They yeah. are literally an on, inch apart. It says online that like she's 5'6", and he's 5'10", yes. right? Yes. Absolutely incorrect. And I also looked at pictures of thinking that, oh, maybe Kylie is taller. But then you see pictures with Kendall, who's like 5'10". Yeah. She is clearly 5'6". Yeah. So he has to be 5'7". The sandals she's in are the kind I wear, which I would know. They are literally like almost (laughs) uncomfortable for your feet because they are almost the ground. It's like an eighth of an inch off the ground sandals. Yeah. Kate, you know. 100%. Yeah. They're like the sandals tall girls wear to be like, I do not want to be at all taller than my boyfriend. That's the shit we wore to prom. Right. Thank you for your time. Last yes. one. Okay, last thing that happened. And this was just a direct attack at me personally that popped up <laughs> right after we recorded last week. There's going to be a sequel to After, which, if you remember, is the movie that was based on One Direction fanfic. One Direction fanfic, just very hot right now. It also is. Seriously. Euphoria. But it's, this is a really tough look for the other Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse <laughs> has been cast in After We Collided, which is the sequel to After. Uh, because oh apparently God. that movie is getting a sequel. Um, and Dylan Sprouse, which again, Cole Sprouse is the one on Riverdale. Um, is Dylan Sprouse the one dating Barbara Palvin? Yes. Okay, so he has that going for him, at he least. Does. I feel a little bit less bad for him. But his character's name is fucking Trevor. Like that's, fucking that's Trevor. the character's name. Did Amelia write this script? Unbelievable <laughs> writing in this fanfic. Um, and basically, he just announced that he was going to be in this movie. They were like, we have our fucking Trevor at Dylan Sprouse on the After Movie Instagram. Okay. So just an extremely tough look for him. Um, I'm but so at least, confused. At least he's got Barbara Palvin. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, next category is this week in social media. A couple of these happened last week. Guess what? We got to talk about it because I have been thinking about it uh, since this you came really out have. on Friday. <laughs> First one, and I'll try to make this short, but like no promises, is the concept as a whole of fish in a tube. Yes. Which is a viral video, for those of you who don't know, of a salmon being transported from one estuary to another through this gigantic roller coaster looking <laughs> plastic tube and is going at a speed which looks uncomfortable for the fish. <laughs> Poor salmon. He probably is scared in there. Seriously? Anyway, yeah. it went super, super viral online because everyone had a lot of questions just like <laughs> us. So I looked into it. This bioengineering company called Whoosh Innovations, which is oh, unbelievable, oh, really right. good, um, <laughs> created it and it helps fish. It's for a good cause, obviously. It helps fish pass over dams like in seconds rather yeah. than like the day that it would take which is going to help the environment, blah, blah. Okay. But it's basically a salmon cannon. And, <laughs> and I feel bad. I think everyone else feels really confused. People have been like just popping off online about like, just like this guy tweeting goes, good morning, yeet me through the fish too. <laughs> or it's like the two texts, like depression texts you and it's like everyone hates you. And then like the fish texts you. He's like in the tube, be right there. I think Mark Hoppus of, uh, or one of the guys from Blink-182 tweeted out like, Shoot me through the fish tube so I can feel something. Like, <laughs> yeah. People looked at that fish tube and like really like it hit them it, somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Also, I want to say that we were debating if you could like be in the Bahamas in 10 seconds, but you had to go through it like a human equivalent of the fish tube. Would yeah. you do it? And Liz Kelly said, absolutely the fuck not. You could transfer me to the moon in a fish. <laughs> I would say no. Like I would not go anywhere in a fish tube. Because just think if it like malfunctioned, you're stuck in that tube. Or think Amelia, the fish, like, it, like, fit, but it 
just kind of fit. But it just kind of fit, yeah. It was fitted, like this whoosh innovations made it so that if that salmon is two pounds overweight, that thing is getting stuck like on the up, you know, on the incline. (laughs) Well, also you would think it, like if you have to put one after another in it, it's going to take a while. My hips would get caught and and that would be stuck (laughs) in the fish tube. Wow. Anyways, my uh, feral hogs. Kate had that last week. I like couldn't get enough. We got to find a wildlife meme Uh, for Amelia next week. We'll keep an eye out. Okay, next one. All right, the next one is an article on The Athletic called Twinfluencers Are Taking Over the Internet. Basically, there's this huge trend on YouTube and Instagram about twin influencers who have like millions and millions of subscribers on YouTube. The Dolan twins, which I just heard, had not heard of, but apparently are Obviously, huge. you don't listen to it for realsies. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. That's a hit. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like the Merrill twins, the Ribka twins, Nikki and Gabby, the Martino, all these twins who are like just racking in the money on Instagram just <laughs> from being twins and doing things together and all these like, oh, we dressed alike or like, oh, who's mom's favorite or blah, blah, blah. So as the resident multiple on the podcast, (laughs) I would just like to say that if twins can make all this money, triplets technically should be able to make more. They shouldn't be making triple the money. Right. So is this my call? Nice one. And also... (laughs) <laughs> should, should I fly my siblings to LA? Yeah, so the Hallowell the Hallowell triplets aren't just like a normal pair of triplets. They are all extremely tall. There you go. It's true. All brunette. All you uh-huh. look the same, but in like slightly different ways. It's two uh-huh. girls. It's you and Anne, uh-huh. and then Tyler. Correct. Great. I'm loving this. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I'm explaining would your you family watch, for if you. I, if we made a YouTube channel, would you watch it? Would they participate? It feels like it would be a, you at the start. The <laughs> I don't feel like they want to be influencers. They definitely don't. But um, I think it would it'd be, be interesting tough. to get his, because he lives in Scotland. He does. Yes. So I think it'd be get, interesting to get his perspective on things. I, Tyler doesn't have a good perspective okay, on things. Okay, never mind. my siblings. Wow. Wow. Um, have you guys ever dressed like the three of you? When we were Jonas really Brothers? little. Or, or, we did. We yeah, dressed yeah. up as the Jonas Brothers one time on Halloween. That is true. When we were really little, we occasionally would do like photo shoots, but really like oh. shouts to my parents for not dressing us alike. And all of you guys are <laughs> extremely close to six feet and Tyler's almost seven feet, correct? Like I feel He's, like you guys Tyler's can capitalize. closer to seven feet than six feet. You, know? <laughs> you can capitalize in so many ways. We could just literally like being tall and awkward would be our whole, <laughs> yeah, our whole thing. I would love it. Let me That's know relatable guys, content. Let me know if you guys would watch a YouTube channel with the Hallowell triplets because <laughs> I will turn that shit around tomorrow. Okay, uh, next thing going on in social media is Christian Girl Fall. I love this topic (laughs) for many reasons. Some of you know, I went to school in North Carolina. This like really hits home in a way that like I know a bajillion Christian girl roots also really identify. They're calling to me. My North Carolina heart is like fluttering. So Megan the Stallion like coined (laughs) Hot Girl Summer. Uh Yeah, she did. um, Which I don't think any four of us participated. Definitely not. None of us embody that. Maybe a little bit. Kaya is the closest of all of us. Seriously. Uh, so then anyway, like that is has been and like super popular all summer long. Now this guy on Twitter coined and it like went uber viral, Christian Girl Fall, which <laughs> came from a picture of these two women dressed in these gigantic blanket scarves, mm. skinny blue jeans, the little brown ankle boots, yes. the big Celine bag and the draped sweaters and the little tees and like this the curled pageant right. hair. If you've right. ever been on Pinterest, like it's you've seen girl. this look. Right. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, it went super viral. Everyone was like, this picture left pumpkin spice residue on the inside of my screen. This picture thinks Africa's a country and is oh going on a God. mission trip in 2020. Yikes. So it started kind of negative because obviously everyone loves to hate on like, they're very Pinterest centric. Yes. It's like right, really right. cheesy and like, 
it feels like out of date now. Yeah. That yeah. had a moment yeah. like for influ- a second. 2009 influencer for chic sure. or something. Right. So anyway, it got all the way back to the two girls in this photo. Their names are, not shockingly, Emily and Caitlin. <laughs> and they went on, this was all a part of a photo shoot. They are two bloggers. But this was photographed way back in 2013. Oh. They loved like the media attention and all the like Christian sure. girl fall shit because they were like, it's all in good fun, blah, blah, blah. They were also, they went from being universally hated to universally <laughs> loved because they started answering questions about people that people were tweeting about them. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not Republican. No, we don't support Trump. Yes, we are an ally to the LGBTQ like <laughs> family. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah. It's like the opposite of like milkshake ducking someone yeah. when you think they're horrible and then yeah. they turn out to be not shitty. And, and the fact go. that they just embrace this, they're like, those are cheesy. Granted, I, I'm pretty sure they're still cheesy now in a different way. <laughs> right. But they were like, they're just having so much fun with it that yeah. now it turns positive. Right. You know? Good and I love it. And also, this was Kate and I maybe in another life. Yes. Before <laughs> if we we'd stayed where we'd <laughs> I could have been a Christian girl fall. That's yeah. Hilarious. Okay, next on Amelia. Um, so Olivia Jade, you oh. know, she marked her return to Instagram with a happy birthday post for her mom. You sound so sad. Classic. Uh-huh. Well, and now she's she's back again. And <laughs> she is wearing a Snoop Dogg t-shirt. And oh, yeah. she is flipping off the camera. Oof. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's adding uh at the Daily Mail. At Star Magazine, at People, at Perez Hilton, at every other Where's media the at outlet. Tea time? I seriously come though. on, girl. And she's just like, fuck you guys. Yeah. She is done with it. Yeah. So okay. honestly, like this feels like she's just starting. Yeah. And like she yeah. this is her comeback. What could be tricky is that there is a federal lawsuit here. So like she can't really <laughs> yeah. be like, fuck all of you guys, like and really go right. so far right. because the law is involved. I'm you glad know? she's exactly. back, though. It'll be entertaining, honestly. Agreed. She's just, like, see. 19 and pissed off. Yeah. Which, like, we all were, right. I suppose. And, okay. But it's just, like, kind of, she just, it's like, why are you wearing the shirt? And, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Very cringy. Yeah. Even cringier than before. Yeah. yeah. Truly. But we're ending on a high note. Yes. Um, this is from Rachel Bilson, who played Summer on The O.C. Classic. Yes. And she actually dated the guy who played Seth, Adam Brody, for a while. And they were very cute, Seth and Summer. And I guess they ran into each other at the airport. And we got a freaking photo with them. And she has a caption. It's, ran into my old buddy from JFK to LAX, California. Here we come. Do you think the OC would reunite and, like, do, like, a reboot? Because it feels like none of them are really doing anything. And uh, I feel like it's only a matter of time. I have to speak up. I'm having my best friend's dad. Peter Gallagher has a booming career okay, still. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but like, and he's doing a lot something. of the, the main like, yes, high school sure. kids, like Adam Brody, not doing anything. Rachel Bilson, not doing Misha anything. Misha Barton is on the Hills New Beginning. So that's thank true. You very much. That's Honestly, true. she's doing so little that like that yeah. almost brings me back to that it wouldn't happen. because it. But well, she got killed think, off. So she I was going to say, spoiler it. alert, yeah. she got killed off. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like it's only a matter of time until we get an OC reboot. And I saw this on the outline. I was like, oh, I can't believe that's kind of new. It was news everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I guess I still don't understand beloved. the OC hype, but right. like this made news everywhere. It and did. people hopped on this photo and were so happy. And it's They're just so cute. a selfie of the See, two of them. That's it's like why nothing. you know it's going to reboot. But it's yeah. so cute. They're so cute. And I would actually watch a reboot. I would too. We can so. speak it into existence. Yes. There you go. Today's episode is brought to you by Luminary, a new podcast subscription service with some of the best content around. I'm excited about Luminary because it's the only place you can listen to the newest show on the Ringer Network, Break Stuff, the story of Woodstock 1999. This is definitely a podcast you can't miss. In 1999, a music festival took place in upstate New York that became a social experiment. There were riots, looting, and numerous assaults. 
and it was set to a soundtrack of the era's most aggressive rock bands. Incredibly, it was the third iteration of Woodstock, a festival known for peace, love, and hippie idealism. But Woodstock 99 revealed some hard truths behind the myths of the 1960s and the danger that nostalgia can engender. Along with Woodstock 99, Luminary gives you access to a bunch of other original shows from innovative, dynamic creators you can't find anywhere else, like our spinoff, The Rewatchables 1999. The Luminary app is free to download, and in addition to the can't-miss originals, you can use it to listen to thousands of podcasts, including this one. Whether you're into music, TV and film, comedy, sports, or more, Luminary has the right show for you. Check out Woodstock 99 and so much more only on Luminary. Get your first two months of access to Luminary's premium content for free when you sign up at luminary.link slash T. After that, it's only $7.99 per month. That's luminary.link slash T-E-A for two months of free access. Luminary.link slash T. Cancel anytime. Terms apply. Okay, great category coming up. This is To All the Boys I Loved Before, One Year Later. It was released on August 17th of 2018. Changed all of our lives in many ways. <laughs> Here we are, <laughs> coming up on the one-year anniversary of the movie. We're going to talk about, like, what we all rewatched it, correct? Yes. Okay. Amelia's shaking her head. But, but I've seen, I've seen it before. Right. right. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about, like, how it was to rewatch it. Does it hold up? How is the sequel? And then, in addition, the the prequel, whatever you're yeah. going to call that, <laughs> going to hold up. Okay, Kate, go start us off. So I rewatched it this morning. Wow. Um, I know. Uh, it's, it's fresh. It is. It's very fresh. First of all, delightful film. Amazing. Very cute. Liz and I were really into this movie when it came out. I don't think, Amelia, you were here yet, right? Yeah, right? you came in, Oct- in October, so we did not get a chance to experience oh, with you. interesting. However, it was still like the Noah Centineo hype sure. was yes. off the charts. Yes. Yeah. Like, well into the, the fall yeah. after it came I out. I was in, like, a catastrophically bad mood yesterday. <laughs> Watched this movie. I was like, okay, I'm fine. <laughs> I know, me too. I started off with it this morning, and I was like, this day is going to be great. Is yeah. It? I don't know, but that hour and a half was great. Aww. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Delightful. Okay, That's so good. these are some of my thoughts. First of all, Lana Condor. Fabulous. In the year following this movie, I think I was like, will her career take off? Should it take off? I don't really know. Rewatch this movie. She's delightful. She makes the cutest little facial expression. I know. She is her such eyebrows. a good actress. <laughs> She's fabulous. I'm all in on her. Second of all, extremely well-directed movie. So aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I feel like that's underrated. And yeah. they switched directors for the sequel and the threequel. Oh, did they? From, uh. Uh, from a woman to a man, unfortunately. And also oh. just like, I just thought the director did a great job. Yeah. And also the subway product placement is blatant. It was in great. This film. Really? This movie yeah. was the perfect combo of like falling into like really classic what you would think are like basic and frowned upon rom-com tropes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, the fr- he drives a four-door Jeep. He's like a very classic <laughs> like popular jock that like likes the like nerdy kind of like underrated girl mm-hmm. the mean girl who's like hot but in like yeah. a really normal way whatever the Uggs the Uggs she, are such a great touch Uggs, <laughs> she falls out of a, her house like on the second story like yes. pops up out of the bush she's like I'm fine but on the flip side it's also really updated and things like I hate in rom-coms and movies in general where the person doesn't have anywhere to eat lunch and then they go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. it's like that has never well I'm not sure I shouldn't generalize I don't think that's happened in a long time and if it is there are so many other places to right. eat lunch. Yeah. The women's restroom is literally in high school, especially the most disgusting place. <laughs> it's, it's, dirty. it's dirty. I do not want to eat anything in there yeah. ever. Yeah. And she like goes to the library and then she goes to the bleachers. The bleachers. She, yeah. yeah. She tries out and some then, different. 
like the, her dad is a gynecologist and an OBGYN in the movie. He like gets shot on for that. The younger yeah. sister is like super woke She's and like yes. feminist. MVP yeah. of the movie, arguably, yeah, other than Peter Kavinsky. So it's just a great combo of like things that like you know are basic but you love anyway and yeah. things that feel new. Yeah. We do have to discuss. So Peter Kavinsky mm. obviously took the world by storm as, in this movie as a love interest. Obviously, right. you know, shot Noah Centineo's career into the sun. Yes. Yes. However, we have soured a little bit on Noah in yes. the year following this movie, do we think that Noah's Instagram pre- presence, his general being right now, has that sort of turn, made us turn on Peter Kavinsky in the movie? Nah, I don't no. think so. Yeah. I'm an intelligent woman, but I can't, <laughs> I can't even well, like put those two together. Like it is still just as enjoyable and he is just as hot and charming <laughs> and whatever, fully knowing that he's kind of a dim-witted totally, man. Totally, And I should be smarter, but I just can't be. But the thing is, is like, He's he hasn't done anything like overtly right. offensive. Right. So he's it's just like, like you know, annoying. He's just like kind of dumb and annoying. Like I agree. whatever. And you like know? Peter Kavinsky is just going to be an iconic love interest going forward totally. now in the rom com canon. And I've now seen him in like three additional rom com roles, and oh, he right. does not do any as good as this yeah. specific character, yeah. which is also speaking to the writing and the directing and all that stuff. Totally. Maybe maybe Noah Centineo is not like a stellar actor. So we're <laughs> still pro Noah, right? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's okay. Loud yes. and proud. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Real quick, the sequel and sequel art. Shot. The <laughs> yeah. third movie, I believe, is filming now. They kind of did them together, I Literally, guess. Literally, I was searching it on Wikipedia, and I saw, and they were like, on the Twall the Lo- Boys I Love Before 2 page, there's like, sequel. It's like, started filming two weeks after. I'm like, she's yeah. Well, you know what? Noah Centineo is going to look 35 that in like another true. year. <laughs> so they got to like, they, they got to turn it out. shit really that quick. very oh, true. Jesus. That I is know. very true. But there's some new actors in the sequel. Jordan <laughs> Fisher. Jordan Fisher. Is Broadway? He's a Broadway he guy, was right? He on Hamilton. Right. He's also a Disney Channel person. Mm. I've actually met him in real life. He's very, very nice. So <laughs> yeah, I know I'm, a lot of people were excited about him he joining was, the he cast. Also, he also won the Mirror Ball on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, wow. hell yeah. Yeah. But he's a he's extremely nice, so I wish him the best. And I'm Good. like, why not? Yeah. Um, Ross Butler. Riverdale? Who played the Charles Melton character right. on Riverdale, but then left to do 13 Reasons Why, right, I right, think. Okay. He's okay. Like, he's sure, fine. well, right? Why not? Um, Holland Taylor also. Which is really exciting. That's fabulous. I think she's great. She's Sarah Paulson's partner. Yes. She also played the iconic role of uh, the professor in Legally Blonde. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. So when you put these not? three names down in the outline, I was like, oh, cool. Those are three of like the yeah. new love interests. And I like <laughs> looked at Jordan Fish. I was like, okay, not for me. Like Ross Butler, yes, for sure. And I was like, Holland Taylor. Like, and then I was like, oh, this is like an older woman. Like, <laughs> oh, this is not the third love interest in this movie. Uh, but, but who yeah, knows? We. We love To All the Boys of Love Before. It holds, holds up, up a year later, and we look with some trepidation are looking forward to the sequel and the three goal. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. This category is going to be really sad and then pretty happy at the very end, saved by Amelia. <laughs> the first one is we are saying RIP for now to Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. After eight months of marriage and almost a decade of on and off yeah. dating, they have separated once again. This news broke also like almost a week ago now. And in the meantime, a bajillion articles have written her team is doing crazy recon work yes. to yeah. frame him as kind <laughs> yeah. of to blame in all this. It's because kind of insane. everyone is very quick to be like, Miley Cyrus is still crazy, like still <laughs> partying, still like really out there. Liam just wants like, you know, solidarity. Kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. So her team very quickly was like, he can be really moody. He actually is a big partier. She really wanted to settle down. And went as far as to say things, and I don't, these sources, who knows where they're coming from. Yeah. They were saying that like Liam wants, you 
you know, a wife who can cook and clean and be more homebound. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, come on. Nobody knows. We should have seen this coming, um, to be quite honest. She's yeah. been going through a, another transformation, which we talked about a couple months ago on the pod with all of her new music and mm-hmm. her new album. Anyway, I feel bad for the both of them. I feel so sad. I love them too so much. Are she, you really going to leave out the whole Caitlyn Carter right now? I'm getting to it. Okay. So in the interim, she's been in Italy. And she's been with Caitlin Carter, who is Brody Jenner's ex-wife. They are both recently separated from their spouses. And they have been photographed all over Italy. The news outlets keep calling them pals, best friends, and <laughs> just hanging out. It's like, no, these two women are hooking up with each other. And you Literally need to address it as such. Yeah. on the yacht. Yes. Like, can we not call them And they're them like, gal haha, pals. they're getting, the gal pals getting cozy on a, a girl's vacay. It's and like, they were, I think, recently photographed in L.A., like, driving were. around. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we know for a fact that Miley is queer. Yeah. Just, like, right. she continually reminds us of that. Like, yeah. does yes. not hide it. Like, yeah. Can we not assume that they're platonically have their tongues down each other's well, throats? Well, it's also like if if it were Miley and a man, totally, like it would right. be like she's engaged, right. like you know, right. exactly. So, yeah, Brody Jenner seems fine with it. Liam Hemsworth yeah. seems to be taking it pretty hard. He Instagrammed something that was like, "I will not comment on it." Miley and I have separated. Yeah. Like that's that. That's, Leave me alone. Mm. Basically, feels so it's sad. so so sad. This but, is your favorite celebrity relationship. Yeah, this is your it favorite. Really is. Your favorite celebrities. Yeah. Do you think they will get back together? Though? Absolutely. I yeah. Do. She just keeps changing. They're evolving yeah. as people. In another two and a half years, I bet. And like. Ten years is a long time. It is. And they've broken up before and gotten back together. I don't know. I just, I've always really liked them together. Yeah. And here are the warning signs that we missed that everyone should be aware of. This is in real life and in celebrities. There's three Bs. Okay, people? Oh, wow. I love this. Wow. Number one B is bangs. If someone gets bangs, they have recently separated or going through a heartache or (gasps) breakup. Kate, you got bangs. Maybe it was related. Maybe not. (laughs) Like a couple months ago. I'll allow it. Um, When you get bangs, when a woman gets bangs, that is clearly some kind of cry for help. Kate, you can agree (laughs) or disagree. But a lot of times it happens from like, I need a new look. It's the same when you like chop off all your hair and get a log. It's like, Banks are number one As red flag. Nick Kroll said on the Kroll show a few years ago, banks are like a cleanse for your face. <laughs> exactly. And that guess what? Good. Thank you. She got bangs. She number did. two, the second B is the body. Miley Cyrus, mm. for a, like what we thought was no reason, got a revenge body, like got super toned and buff. I thought she was already really toned and she buff. Was, she was, but it's was. a different It's a kind. different thing. Oh, okay. She is so ripped right now. Really? She, she's yeah. like really in her prime prime physical physique. And we were like, oh my God, she's like really changing her body. She's really working out. Uh Should have known the revenge body and she's Mm -hmm. flaunting it for good reason all over her Instagram. She talked to Khloe Kardashian. B body. That's when you know. The third B is being active on social media. <laughs> nice. When you break up, that's all you want to do. Be like, right. I'm fine. Look at me. She has been nonstop posting her in bikinis, her music, her yeah. Italy trip. If you trip. go on her Instagram, it's almost overwhelming right totally. now. Totally. Like, it is one big thirst trap. It's like four times a day. It. Yeah. It it's is wild. one. Yeah. And when you break up with someone, that's all you want to do is be like, I'm fine. This is fine. Look yeah, how yeah, good yeah. I am. Look how good I am. Yeah. So stay woke out there. Second thing we're saying RIP right. to. Um, this was devastating for me as well. This happened right after we recorded last week. My first foray into the ringer thirst beat happened over the Olympics in 2018 with the horny Canadian figure skaters, Scott Virtue and Tessa Moyer. Basically, they were like the Gaga and Bradley Cooper of the Olympics. People were like, they just had these really like kind of like semi-erotic skating routines. They were like, oh, we're just friends. Everyone was like, okay, you're like almost making out on the ice. You're clearly deeply in love. Um, Our coworker, Alyssa Bresnack, did this whole deep dive into like 
people thinking that they had a secret love child, blah, 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 that they've been together, literally been skating together for 21 years. Mm-hmm. But it wow, turned that's out, a long time. As of this week, Scott Moyer announced his engagement to a different skating partner, Jackie Mascarin. Basically, everyone was like, love is dead. These two were never in love and are not in love and just knew how to sell it. <laughs> this and was I, your Miley and Liam. It this really was. was. Like, you I f- truly. I feel extremely betrayed. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was. I can't talk about it. I'm too sad. Okay, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna end on a happy note. Amelia, yeah. save us yes, both. Yes, this is happy. Uh, Joshua Jackson and Jodie Turner Smith. Jodie Turner Smith is an actress. She's going to be starring in that new movie Queen and Slim mm-hmm, with the Daniel Lena Waithe movie. Kulia, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they are now Instagram official after like pretty much dating for the past like six months or something. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they maybe are married. We don't know. Wow. But they are. They're beautiful. They're a beautiful couple. She has. Like phenomenal skin, like phenomenal. She's gorgeous. She I was, is. I went so deep on her Instagram today because yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" And honestly, Joshua Jackson is working with some sort of incredible game. He yeah. went from <laughs> Rosario Dawson to Diane Kruger. Now he's with Jody Turner Smith. Those two are just like extremely cool, extremely mm. fashionable. Yeah. And yeah. Joshua Jackson is like, if you passed him on the street and you didn't know who he was, you'd be like, that's just a guy. Yeah, right. Totally. You know? He needs to wear some sunscreen, but um, <laughs> but other than that, I'm into this couple. Yeah. They're wonderful. They Why so happy? not? Thank they, you. They are very happy. Thank so. you, Amelia. Yeah. Okay, next category is not worth the tea. Once again, just very robust here. We're going to burn through this. We are. Let's do it. Okay, first one. The Bill Hader deep fake video that went viral online, uh, a deep fake, which I don't even really fully know what that is, creator Controlled Shift Face posted this video of Bill Hader on an old episode of The Late Show with David Letterman. This interview is from 2008, mm. but he used this user, created this new video using face shifting technology that Bill Hader is speaking to David Letterman and he's talking about Tropic Thunder uh, with Tom Cruise and he's saying Tom, he's recalling this story that right. Tom Cruise didn't recognize him. And every time he says a quote from Tom Cruise, Bill Hader's face morphs into Tom Cruise yeah. so seamlessly that it feels like Supernatural. So weird. So freaky. And then he references a story with Seth Rogen so seamlessly his face goes into Seth Rogen's face. It's the trippiest video I've ever seen. This is getting scary, people. Who knows (laughs) what this technology will do on the internet. Stay woke. That's not worth the tea. Next one. Next one, really quick. Bella Thorne is making her directorial debut. She is directing a film called Her and Him. Mm. Um, The twist is that it's for Pornhub. It's a porno. Yeah. And she called it a beautiful, ethereal film that also happens to be X-rated. And it's about a sexually explicit Romeo and Juliet depiction of star-crossed lovers who have unbridled sexual longing for each other, uh, according to Pornhub president Corey Price. Basically, I think this is extremely on brand for Bella Thorne. When we saw that she was, like— coordinating with Pornhub, we were like, oh no. But she's still behind the camera, so it's okay. Um, We support her efforts. And I, she had a really funny quote about, she was like, the process of shooting was quite interesting because we quote, had real life fucking on set, which I was like, Bella, it's a porno. What did you expect? The takeaway from that was that me and her both don't know how pornos work because I had some follow-up questions and Kate was like, that's how that works, Liz. (laughs) The entire point. Yeah. Um, So anyway, yeah, go off Bella Thorne. Good (laughs) for Good for her. Um, So a Mexican restaurant in Mexico went viral because they have an ad, which is very low quality, actually. And it's of Thanos, you know, snapping his fingers to wipe out half of existence. But instead of like wiping out half of existence, it's like 
he's twerking near some tacos. <laughs> and it's like so weird, but it's also like, man, why not? Why not? I've said it before wow. and I'll say it again now. You live in a different internet than I do. <laughs> I don't know where you come across this shit. All I see it was is on like, Scott Disick News, whatever. Like, I don't know where you find your stuff. Incredible. But I appreciate I'm it. I'm so glad you do. Um, next one, Scott Disick built his kids a playhouse oh that costs a hundred thousand dollars. He said he was inspired by a picture he saw in Forbes magazine of a, quote, structure in Mexico. Okay. Okay. He says there's, like, recessed lighting over the windows. It's a loft space. There's something called Well, there better be plumbing. (laughs) That's true. I didn't look. It's a mini house. It's not even so like— So it's, it's a mini house. It's yeah. a mini house in addition to the house, the mansion oh, that they live God. in. Don't spend that money. Put that in there like 529 or something. <laughs> anyway, all right, next one. Uh, Charlie XCX has some new music coming out. She threw a huge party at her house in L.A., mm-hmm. invited all these celebrity friends, and it ended up with all the guests getting kicked out by the cops because her neighbors were pissed. Sure. Um, and so she told the project, I threw this house party at my place in L.A. and it kind of got a bit out of hand. The police came and shut it down. It was a nightmare. The best part of this is that she invited Rita Ora and she goes, Rita Ora was outside on the street going, let me in. And I was like, I can't. The police are here. This is the most Rita Ora thing ever okay. to be, not even be able wow. to get in Charlie XX's party because the police kicked everyone Imagine out. Imagine not being able to get in the Let train. Me in. Rita Ora. Rita Ora can't catch a break. She, she really cannot. can't. All right, last one. Uh, last thing. Okay, Beyonce just needs to divorce Jay-Z because now he has a deal with his Rock Nation uh, company with the NFL and it's supposed to be like promoting music and inclusiveness. And this comes after he was vocal about the league's discrimination against Colin Kaepernick. And it's kind of like a slap in the face to Colin Kaepernick. And it's just like, you know what? Don't associate yourself with this. Okay? Right. You just right. can't have it both ways. It's you like he's really trying can't. to play both sides, which yeah. I don't love. And it's yeah. like, you're already very rich. You don't need this money. He should yeah. focus on that music platform he's got. What is that? Title. Title. That yeah. day is hemorrhaging yes. money. Focus yes, your energies yes. elsewhere. Come on, Zizis. Okay, last category. It's been a long episode. Thank you guys for sticking with us. This is Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Kate, start us off. Okay, first off, really quick. Uh, Vice ran an article this week about how all these celebrities are faking their marriages, which includes Brody Jenner and Caitlin Carter, who we just talked yeah. about. Um, <laughs> they just were sort of like exposed that they could separate so quickly because they were never legally married in the first place. Damn. So all these celebrities and like reality stars are basically faking these weddings and having the ceremonies and selling their port- their pictures to tabloids, et cetera, getting all this coverage and all this spawn con, yeah. but they're never actually obtaining legal marriage license or like going through with it legally. Why? Because I, they don't want to be tied to each other? I don't oh, know. Oh, wow. So they yeah. just want the party? <laughs> like just throw a, a party. Tra- yeah, the sponsored wedding. They, like, want all the income and all of that. So, basically, uh, Jennifer Aniston did it as well. She and Justin Theroux were able to separate so quickly because they were never legally married. What? what? Wait, what? Supposedly, Wait, she never what? had— No. She, she's never been pressed for the marriage license. Like, they've never— Wait, yeah. but why? This is brand new information. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> read this article. Um, wow. So the theory, they say in Vice that she decided to go through with the wedding to give the tabloids like a narrative about her life. What? But like there are all these reasons about like people are sort of like faking this and like not 
not legally going through with it. But why? Okay, so is Gwyneth Paltrow really married to Brad Falchuk? Who's real and who's not? TMZ TMZ has now started to note when celebrities do or don't file for marriage licenses Mm -hmm. ahead of their weddings. Okay. And like, because those are like publicly available documents. So Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth did get a marriage license. Oh, break my heart. They have to go through all the steps to actually dissolve it in the court system. But it's like a new thing where like you can, people are doing this. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, you think fake or not fake? I don't know. This is curious. They wow. got married twice. One of them had to be real. That's true. You would think. You would yeah. hope. Think. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's anyway, crazy. Our eyes are out for all you fakers out there. Hell <laughs> yes. Oh my, uh, my question of the week is: What is an animal that you would actually be okay, like for a person to gift you with? Because Chip and Joanna Gaines, you know, of HGTV fame, and now yes. they're just famous in their own right. Chip surprised Joanna for her birthday with an English Mastiff puppy, which for those of you who don't know, those dogs can grow up to be like 230 They're pounds. Huge. They and are oh. enormous animals. It reminds me of Fleabag when for her birthday, her friend gave her a fucking hamster. It's a guinea pig. <laughs> okay. It's a guinea pig. <laughs> if someone gifted me a live animal, I would be so upset with them forever. Yeah. That they, yeah. the only animal I could see myself being okay with being gifted is potentially a betta fish because they live for like 14 days. <laughs> I'll keep days. that in mind. Liz's birthday is coming up. This is a crazy <laughs> thing that celebrities do all the time. They get each other dogs. FYI, they live for like 12, 13 years. Uh-huh. They get each other cats. They live for like 28 yeah. What's going on, people? Don't gift other people pets. My oh, mom s- agrees with this take because one time for her birthday, we quote-unquote got her a puppy, but it was just because we wanted a puppy and my dad wanted a puppy. See, yeah. And we already had a dog, so it's like a little bit less of a thing because you're already yeah. taking care of one dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she was not thrilled. Yeah. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> I think that is what happened yeah. with Joanna and Chip. Yeah. Because they're married, you know, they're yeah. living together, and yeah. he's going to have to take care of this they dog. They have a one-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. Don't get more dogs. It's, but it's like what the rich do, you know? They just yeah, like they do. don't True. know what to do with that all that true. money. All right. Last one. End you, this off. You know what? What else the rich do? They <laughs> go on vegan diets. And Simon Cowell, <laughs> oh my God, there is an image, and we will not be tweeting it. Kaya's already losing because it. <laughs> it is, I cannot tell you. Kate posted it in our Slack, and I had to like type a bunch of words to make it go away. And then she posted it again, which yeah, it was, was an a direct thing. attack. It's Simon Cowell on a red carpet. Right. He has lost 20 pounds due to switching over to a vegan lifestyle, but his face is, like, drooping. It's melting. It is melting. melting. He looks like one of those dolls in Welcome to Marwin. Remember Uh that Steve Carell movie? (laughs) I sure do. He, it's, it's, Haunting. It's not the vegan diet. It yeah, maybe is a, his weight loss, but also like he has like Cro-Magnon forehead now where like it poofs up. Yeah. It's like his Botox has like yeah. fallen down his face a little and bit. And then the yeah. eyes are droop, like, like melting yeah. off really of his face. You really gotta look it up. It's don't listen to Amelia. You need to see horri- it for yourself. You don't need to see it Kate because I, it is yeah. so scary. We spent a good amount of time really like very seriously discussing why and like how this all went wrong. And our confusion came from mostly the fact that he has so much money. He mm-hmm. has basically like like one career, like he has like yeah. one job section. Like he could devote all the time, energy, resources into finding like a, a person who wouldn't do that to his face. And I don't know how he didn't, was not able to do that, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I feel bad. It's really sad. And what right. we, and then it took a sad turn because we we're like, does he know that he looks like that? Or is he sad? Or is he like, now blinded because his right. eyes are melting <laughs> off? I can't even see anything. Uh, yeah. It's really messed with very you, t- t- I, It, it really is. 
a nightmare photograph. I cannot stress enough how my eyes started to itch. I got like really <laughs> uncomfortable. I like semi broke out in hives. This image. We've given the listeners only cursed things to look yeah. up. The fish like, in a tube. Yeah. Like this, this Simon Cowell. You don't need to look it up you because <laughs> you need to save yourself. You, really you need to save yourself. Thank you, Kaya. Decide for yourself and tweet us at teatime underscore 33. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya. As always, our producer, I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Lundmeyer. 